This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Live Roundtable. We are so pumped to be with you today. Uh, my name is Scott Switzer. I'm the host. We have Amy Radowski, Kath Cheer, and Charlie Odie with us. Uh, the typical gang. Um, I finally feel human again after the semifinals, and I'm so excited to get into some CrossFit talk today. We, uh, Kat and I, were in on the CrossFit press conference, so I'm going to turn it over to her to get her first impressions, and then I'll fill in where I had some impressions as well. And Kat's frozen. Yeah, you start, and I'll go. I'll be at the gym. You start. Okay. So uh, the press conference opened up with Justin Berg and Adrian Bosman only, and they gave like opening statements about the semifinal season. Um, Justin Berg admitted that there were gaps in communication, um, but they have learned from that uh, and really want to lean into this format going forward. Um, so I think that's an indication that that is moving um in the same direction next year as we were doing this year. He did acknowledge the PFAA and he did say the PFAA turned in recommendations and standards uh, well before the semifinal events. Then Boz got on and piggybacked on that and said that they reviewed those requests and made a decision based on that. It wasn't that they were ignored. It's just, those were the decisions that they made. And do they regret those decisions? <laughs> that was that was not in the press conference. Okay, that's what I that that I would be like. Follow up question, please. Do you regret that? So it's funny because Brent Fikowski was one of the athlete guests, yeah. but he didn't come on during that time. Um, so they they did twenty minutes. Well, they were supposed to do twenty minutes of Justin Berg and Adrian Bosman, but it started late, so we only got five questions to Boz and Justin Berg. And one of those was our very own Kat Shear, who asked about the judging standards and should there be further certification. And if I mess this up, Kat, correct me. But I think it, what you said was, should there be further certification? Should they be paid? Is there, have you reviewed the process? And are there going to be any changes after that? Right, prior to Madison. And um, Boz answered with that this is not a new issue, that these are issues that have been going on for a very long time, and stated that the f games finals judges are paid. And it's been that way since the Carson days. Yeah, it's the seminar staff are paid. Right. For their time to judge. But you, but you judge at the games. Yeah, well, and 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 there are no seminar staff people judging at the semifinals, which is kind of more of like what everybody's problem is <laughs> right now, right? Yeah. And 
And I mean, he likes to qualify when he answers questions. He sort of likes to say like, well, you're that's a misconception because I said there's been a lot of scrutiny lately around judging. That's not a misconception. That's a that's a fact. Um, I think he thinks the misconception is that maybe I he thought I said that this was new. I did not say that it was new. Um, he's him saying that it's not new is it is not a positive thing for him to no. say. No. It's been a problem since Carson that's a problem too. Um, but yeah, I wanted to know, you know, are they considering more training for judges, more certifications for judges, payment of judges? And then he's basically just said judges are paid and it's something that we're considering moving forward. So he, he, he used very specific words. Yeah. He said that online like judges, judges games, yeah. finals, judges. Yeah. And I wasn't paid. So Andrew says it would be interesting to figure out how much events would have to increase fees in order to pay judges in some fashion. So that was kind of addressed in the press conference as well, not directly at judges, but that there are limited funds to for payouts even of athletes. Cause there has been criticism of, you know, the five grand for winning a semifinal. Um, but he's like the growth of the sport is not at a level yet where they can increase that amount of money. Was that a later question that I missed after I had to drop off? It, they talk in, in, they talk in a way that's, that's very weird to follow. Yeah. They're very, they're very selective on the exact words that they use. Mm -hmm. And so that like by semantics, they're correct, but it leads you to believe that they have done more than what they have done. And that is my opinion. Yeah. That is me listening in um, to that as an opinion. All right, so let's look at what Andrew just said. He just said, it shows that CrossFit HQ doesn't think much about the judges who judge teams and age groups. This is true. Yep. Well, and well, I, I think- I don't think they think much of teams and age groups. <laughs> right, general, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more than just the judges. I think it's the athletes as well. And even when you say, yeah, we heard from the P the PFAA and we read their comments and we made our decision, you're saying you don't really care what they had to say. Yeah. Right. Be because you didn't change anything. Right. Yeah. Do what and, was asked. and then there was a question that came in about, well, why did strength and depth change the heights, height of the bars for taller yeah. athletes? but Atlas and Granite did not. And Justin Berg was saying that that is up to event organizers and they need to own that, but they did admit there needs to be more accountability from CrossFit HQ in those decisions. Or but any then, kind of accountability. <laughs> but, but then when somebody said, okay, so you've put this into the event coordinator's hands, he corrected them and said, no, that's not the case <laughs> in, a, in a different question. Yeah, it's, and you have to read a lot into it. Um, um, yeah. Well, we only got five questions, so we had to read into different things as they were kind of answering other questions. Right. Um, that's really all I had. Well, you asked the, a question. Yeah, that's all I had from the 
Berg Boz section. Got it. And then it went to the athletes. And it was it was a lot of like typical questions you get in different podcasts like what's your training like? Um, what advice would you give to rookies coming into the games? You know, things like that. Um, my question was sorry. There we go. <laughs> My question was that the three athletes they had on, which were Brent Fikowski, Lazar Jukic, and Emma McQuaid, all competed online in a semifinal event last year with consistent programming throughout. And this year they all were live with semifinal programming. And I asked what their takeaways were from last year to this year. That was a great question. And they really, the three of them really stuck to online versus live. And they mm -hmm. did not criticize either way of programming or I think they were very careful not to get into a, de a decision about what they thought of the programming either way. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you, if you had a chance to ask that question before the athletes came on, it would have been more direct to Justin and Boz about the difference, you know, do you think it was fair and all that kind of stuff. But because I was the same way, there were questions I wanted to ask that I didn't get to ask that had I gotten the chance to ask when athletes were present, yeah. I would have geared it towards the athletes, but try to get my question in kind of a thing. So it was, it was difficult. But you didn't so they, they all just were like the anxiety that online competition caused was tremendous um, because you didn't know at the end of the day if your place was true or if sure. there were going to be decisions made five days later <laughs> that impacted where you placed. Sure. Um, and then Emma McQuaid said that she thought the two workouts that were the same this year were fun because it did give you that opportunity to see where you stand with some of the big names in the sport mm -hmm. that are good at like lifting. Am I really as weak as I think I am? Um, so it, it was, it, it was an interesting conversation, but the, the fun thing after Kat had to drop off was that Brent actually asked to ask a question Ooh. and he asked it of Emma and that hit her and Jacqueline were going back and forth all weekend long. And how much did that impact her performance? Uh -huh. And she, and she had said that her advice to a younger person would be to stay in their own lane and yeah. worry about event and event. She goes, I didn't follow my own advice. <laughs> and I took a couple of risks to try to yes. beat Jacqueline and they didn't pay off. I got a no rep on a rope climb. I got, mm -hmm. and I learned that for the last event, I need to stay in my own lane and just finish the competition. Mm -hmm. But she said, I'd rather make that decision in a semifinal than to make it at the games. Sure. And to kind of learn. So I thought that was pretty cool that Brent, was watching yeah at, or watching a strength and depth and then had that question for Emma. Yeah. But overall it was much better than last time. Yeah, I um yeah, it was much better than last. Time. Well, it was just more equitable cuz other people got to ask questions. Um and the, I had four questions that I had submitted ahead of time and I then I actually put them towards to the moderators during the thing and I only got to ask the one. But we didn't I, talk I think about. They asked, I think they asked one of yours after you left. Oh, they did. What? Which one? 
the last chance qualifier stuff? Did they talk about yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, good. What did they say about it? Because I still do not know what's happening with that one. Uh, it is June 27th. Stuff will be revealed, but there will be no equipment that is out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, and any gym should have the equipment that is needed. It will mm-hmm. go through the July 1st. And so that's all like th- Tuesday to Friday? This is super weird. Time I may frame. have the dates wrong. I was trying to okay. jot it down as he was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's that week. It's before 4th of July week weekend. Okay. Did they talk about the format of it at all? Like, are we going to be able to watch it? Are they going to like broadcast? I think it's just like stuff? last year. Yeah. It's going to be done like quarterfinals. Yeah. So nothing. Just people decide to. Yeah. Like highlights post. at that the sucks. end of each piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that one did get asked. They did oh, not. They did not credit to you. Yeah, that question. But they talked but about I, it. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Um, mm-hmm. and then they did. One guy did ask about PEDs, and I did want to bring up that they did actually oh. say that there are people that have been tested that had adverse um, results, and either further testing had to go on, or they're in the middle of the appeal process, and they're policy has always been not to release any information until it's the whole way through the process. Damn. I miss that. I want to, you know why I miss that? Yeah. So we're saying, okay, people already who have qualified may not be going because possibly because they're in this. People that have been tested as a result of a semifinal, they go pretty deep in the semifinal. So it may not be people that actually qualified, but people that have been tested at semifinals. Why did I not hear that? I think you know why. It was, it I, was a guy from South America. Yeah, it was before. It was during the Just the Justin Boz thing, right? I think right. what happened was, I think Andrew unmuted my mic in the middle of them answering that question. And I did like a, like they were calling on me next. <laughs> and I blanked yeah. out because <laughs> I yeah, didn't hear any of to listen. <laughs> and so, I was just like, what's my question? What's my question? So from being where I was at Mac and Syndicate, like I was right in between the athlete area and the drug testing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and so they were, um, they they went ten deep individuals. Yeah. Because last year, what happened is there were people that popped, and then they had to drug test the next person. So I think this year they went ten deep. So if they have to go down the line, that person has already been drug tested. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, backfilling for drugs. Yes. Now yeah. on the team side. Um. <laughs> Only two of the team members are selected to be drug tested. Interesting. Cost, and it's cost done cutting ran- measure? It's done randomly. The team does not know who it is until they walk into drug testing, and two are picked out of a hat, and two are released. I'd like to be the one that decides. I think you're juicing. I'm going to <laughs> Right? That's exactly. It's not out of a hat. It's like, mm. <laughs> Like you gain right. 20 pounds I, yeah, I shouldn't overnight. have said out of a hat because I do not know the actual you don't know how they apparatus they use to do that. Um, Charlie would definitely love that job. Just yes. to be like, oh, you're you're coming with you. me. And then yep. on the side, be like, hey, just, just see. if you just give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you pop for this, this, and this. Where'd you get it? Right. And I'll let you ride. That's funny. Someone did a funny thing was someone asked Brent why he trains alone and not with a, like a team. Yeah. And he said he likes to chat too much and gets nothing done when he works out <laughs> with other people. 
I, I do agree with that because after we interviewed him, we chatted for like 30 more minutes. I know. Well, I was looking, I had to get off at um, 1145 because I had a client coming in and every time someone asked him a question, I was like, oh gosh, like we're never going to be done. Cause he is, he, he loves to talk and he's, I mean, he gives very good eloquent answers too, but yes, like yes. I wanted to, I kept raising my hand every time he would start talking. I'd unraise my hand. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to have time to ask this. His, his first response to what advice would you give to the rookies going this year was don't beat me. <laughs> don't beat me. Don't try to beat me. Cause you're not going to, is what he said. Yeah. Uh, there was a, an interesting, interesting part about that bar height where Justin Berg did say it didn't affect any game spots. And mm. I want to know how he knows that. <laughs> because mm, I watched Matt DeLugos do those pull-ups, and right. he was definitely affected yeah. a lot on that pull-up bar. A lot. Yeah, that stinks. Um, I have a question, Scott. Did you get invited to the press conference, or did someone forward you the invite like the last time? I got invited. You're so fancy. Look at this. That guy. is um that is very promising for our hope to go to the games. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was really excited about that when I saw the email come in. Very cool. And that they called on us and yeah. I think we represented well. Yeah, we did. I think we had well thought out questions and they weren't yeah. Yeah, I saw I what still... you had and so I focused mine on athletes. Mm -hmm. So that we could like hit yeah. both sides of the press conference. No, that was good. The questions that I wanted to ask that did not get answered were um, I wanted to know if based on based on what they've seen so far in the semifinals, are they planning to make any wholesale changes to the next year's season, 2023? Because they did say that the 2023 rule book will be coming out earlier than ever. Um, and I didn't get to ask that, and I probably, probably wouldn't have got answered anyway. But everything else that, that we talked about, I mean, I, I had like a softball question, too, about, you know, what are they most proud of with the semifinals? And they kind of already yeah. talked about that yeah. prior to it starting anyway. So, yeah, it was good. Well, I think that that's a great segue as to, like, looking at wholesale changes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Charlie brought it up before we went on the air that Dave Castro is now starting a weekly debrief of his, like, of what he does during the week for his new role at CrossFit. Oh, is this on his Instagram? It is on his YouTube. He has a YouTube? He does. He does that. Wow. So first of cool. all, just to let you know, he will, and I'm, I'll go ahead and promote another podcast. He is going to be on Savant tomorrow. Oh, good. Cool. So if you want to check that out, uh, this one, he said that his role is to help Gary Gaines mm -hmm. with uh, gyms and affiliates and Nicole. So he's going to be back in the training aspect of things. Um, but one of the, the consistent pieces of feedback he's getting from affiliates is that when CrossFitter went away from the regional regionals, they lost the community aspect of that competition. Yeah, for sure. Because they were local enough yeah. that you could road trip as a group yeah. from the gym to go see regionals. Right. And especially because he was in Texas and two Southern, two California gyms last week. Yeah. they were, That was consistent to them. And there were no semifinals near Texas or um, California. Right. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And apparently everyone likes the L2. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think way more, what he was saying was way more than the L1. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's heads and shoulders. Yeah, it's completely different. Totally. I want him them to, to figure out the L four. <laughs> There's no there is no path to L four right now. And you've got so like L fours are um OG dinosaurs in the space. Not to say that they're not amazing coaches, but like I think there needs to be like a recertification process for L fours, because I don't believe that there is, except for maybe having enough CEUs to keep it. But yeah. whatever you had to do to become an L4, I think you should have to retest, um, at, you know, every three years like you do for the, well, you don't have to for the L3, but you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be the best coach ever. And some of these L4s that are walking around got their L4s back in 2012, you know, on the ranch, uh, on a weekend, yeah. you know, whatever. And I would like it to be, I want there to be a process for it. It's ironic because yeah. I hurt my L5. So it's <laughs> Yeah, you need to work on that L5, Mr. Mobility. Yeah, don't forget to go to mobilitymovement.com, MVMNT. Use the code Clydesdale free month and you can get a free month of mobility from Mobility Movement. So I'd be curious to know. So I sent you guys a podcast the other day that I found to be super interesting. But it was talking about... Um, the business aspect of, of CrossFit. And I wonder what they are going to be doing to help affiliates, like be able to run a business. Like if, if that is going to be more in their development and, and will um, Castro be a part of that aspect? Yeah. I, I think we talked about it briefly last week when he first came back, it's going to be a tightrope at HQ with, basically the legend in the building and people trying to do what was formerly his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's going to be a tight rope to walk. And I think it falls in with what Tomas is saying here. Do you think Castro being just an advisor will work? And one, I think it's going to be on, on Dave to play nice in the sandbox and stick to his lane. You know, he's always done so well. Um, but yeah. Dave gets shit done. I mean, <laughs> right. But I do want to say in his in his conversation, or the recap was he is not driving conversations when he's going out to these affiliates. He's letting them dictate what the conversation is. Okay. And really, just listening. That's what he said. His he's trying to do is hear what everyone is saying out there. Yeah. That's great. So I'm curious to see how this will develop. It, it sounded like a different Dave Mm -hmm. and and I, and I don't know how to, and Charlie, you listen to it. What do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's more, I don't know if it's a way that he's kind of not catering, but kind of laying back and kind of getting more information as opposed to him just telling his opinion and keep going and forcing that on it. But I don't know if that's a, if that's a play or if that's a, well, it's to always be honest, something. To be honest, he, you know, he doesn't, he's not busy right now, right? True. He's not programming and he's not testing and he's not doing all this stuff. He has time to just sit back and kind of get information probably for the first time in his career. 
So um, yeah. I'm excited. I, I remember when he got, when his title was changed to just the games and he was removed from, you know, they started creating these pillars, uh, edu- training and education. And he was on multiple occasions, um, pretty verbal about the fact that he, that what, that wouldn't, that wasn't the greatest thing for, for him to have hap- had happen. Like he really had an attachment to that training and education piece, which is what he basically created with Nicole. And the fact that, you know, hopefully he's going to get to impact that again is I think pretty cool. Well, he was an instructor in the Navy, uh, in yeah, Buds. Right. you know, that, that was his life as being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so you take away that, that main component of somebody I mean, I think he dove into the game stuff. He tested more than he ever tested before and did all that, but maybe think, that wasn't healthy. What's it going to be like <clears throat> for Dave to go to the games this year? Will or he that's go to going to be crazy. I'm sure he will go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's either going to have the best time or the worst time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like it's either going to be so awesome because he doesn't have to worry about anything and he can just hang and meet and mingle and, you know, do his affiliate thing, or it's going to be freaking torture for him to sit there and watch and want to be, you know, leading it, guiding it, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I, I think he's going to hear more than he's ever heard about the games if he's there. Like everybody's going to take the opportunity to give him feedback as to how the games are this year in comparison to what they were. Meaning like they're going to be like the game sucks without you. Yeah. So one of his responsibilities is affiliate. So you got to think that he will be in the affiliate lounge. Mm -hmm. Yep. And those affiliate owners are going to take that opportunity to give them him feedback on this year's games, on past year's games, on like that's their opportunity to kind of unload what they've wanted to say to him for a very long time. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And will he be able to provide what he wants to during that time? Or is he going to be bombarded by people wanting to? I, I, right. I got what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like celebrity Dave versus right. just affiliate sure. Dave. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be like a balance for a couple of years till that gets sorted out, you know? Yeah, probably yeah. one. Yeah. And Andrew, you're chances. right. I think, I think with Dave's background, he will, you know, honor the chain of command. I'm, I'm not suggesting that he wouldn't, but I just think internally it might be difficult for him to do that. Well, and I think it's even more difficult on the people in his current position looking over their shoulders and and yeah. even if he it isn't in, if it isn't put pressure on by him himself but just inherently yeah that'd be interesting so i got um two quick little fun things to kind of finish up the show with okay um have you seen the nano 6000 no what is that is that a shoe it is the new shoe the new reebok nano and it 6, is like, yeah, it is. I think it's like a one-off. It's not part of the series, okay. um, but it's like a throwback to the origins of Reebok. 
and they look fantastic. Well, can we see them? Is it a crossfit shoe? Yeah. Yeah, it's a nano. Hmm. Are you trying to pull it up, Kat? Yeah. Well, right now I'm on. Yeah. We'll share this for now, for starters. This is Dave Castro's YouTube page. What are we goking up? Reebok Nano 6000. That blue, that first one. This guy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it looks good. That's an X2. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it right looked here. like on the, because I got an email. You'd think it would be on the Reebok homepage. You would think. Here we go. Yeah. Mm. We're only a buck thirty-five. Is that what they usually are? Yeah. I just bought a pair of rad shoes for one fifty. So. Digital blue. Oh look, and they're selling them like unisex. They don't usually do that, do they? No. It's usually male, female. Those are cool. Yeah, I like the Ooh. I like the color. I, that one I'm not a fan of, but you like this one. Yeah, I like that's, that one. That's like and our I like the black and blue. white one. Yeah. Fancy. <clears throat> yeah, I like these two. I like the gray. I'm a gray, gray kind of gal. Yeah, I like that one too. All right, well, I gotta wait until they go on sale on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to kind of finish with, um, is and Amy had to shoot out of here because she's having a work issue. I love how um, we're all Clydesdale Media whenever we, whenever we comment. It's just yes, yeah, so it's just all, guessing. It's just us. Who's talking? <laughs> yeah. So is the final competition for Sam Briggs and Danny Haran. Mm, yeah. And I went back and listened to your interview with Danny cat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and like, if people forget, she is like, OG as OG gets. Um, and she was a staple at, um, at the CrossFit games for many, many years. Yeah. And in my, in my, in my region, like in the Northeast mid Atlantic region, which is cool. And, you know, she talks in there about that aging out of the sport, which I thought was like one of the best conversations you have, you or I have had, or Charlie or Amy with any of the athletes. Mm -hmm. um, at first she was very standoffish. And I think she was like, just seeing where you were going to go with the interview. And mm -hmm. then when she trusted you, she went into this very vulnerable state of talking about aging out of the sport and how she was so injured the last few years and really didn't think she was going to make semifinals. And then when she did, like it was about having the most fun she could have in that last event and not comparing herself to her younger self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then did, did you see the post that, um, where she talked about, she was cleaning up, she was doing like all the sort of equipment work after yeah. each heat, she would put her stuff back and all that, which was, really cool because nobody really thinks about that <laughs> so right is sam is sam gonna do the last chance i don't think so i don't think so she has an interview today uh to be a firefighter in cincinnati mm -hmm. so um but so now that we're on sam i don't know if you saw the newest buttery bros but chloe wilson is in it doing a competition with julian and his new girlfriend mm -hmm. and she talks about sam texting her or messaging her 
and begging her to do the last chance qualifier and to not cheat her out of getting to root for her. Oh, oh wait, Chloe was texting Sam. Sam was texting Chloe. Oh, cause was Chloe considering not doing it? Was that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, After Granite cool. game, she said, I'm not doing it again. Oh, okay. Um, and actually the butter bros put out like a, an AP, like an all call to everybody. DM her, tell her she needs to do it. We need to have Got her. And then cool. Sam actually texted her. And <laughs> Can said, you imagine? I, wow. And, and Chloe talks about it as like she was, um, that she was like her hero growing up. Like when Chloe first got into the sport, it was Lindsay Valenzuela and Sam Briggs. And, and like she was fangirling that Sam actually messaged her. That's cool. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. And uh, Dallas is requesting hmm. that we have Danny on for a full episode. Yeah. There were, there were a handful of people that we interviewed um, prior to those semifinals that, that would make really good full length interviews. That was, that we, was really We fun. will do that Dallas, as long as you promise to come on and ask her some questions yourself through the <laughs> chat. Um, yeah, I, I'm already ro rolling through like a Rolodex in my head, like for the past few days, yeah, about how, what go. the lineup will be going up to the games. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of those will be people that we met along the way that are either doing last chance qualifier or have punched their ticket to the game. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to, I'd like to try to do, and maybe this is a side thing, but I would like to try to do some of the qualifiers for the age groups. You know the games qualifiers age groups maybe like you know the a, a couple from each just to again sort of just put them in the spotlight a little bit because no one's no one ever necessarily talks about them too much um so we'll see if we can put something together for that as well that'd yeah. be neat yeah and we've got a couple things out there right now trying to pull them in um, and the one thing I really want to do is get Freya Mooseberger back on because I know. the audio, video, audio bad on her interview, she punched her ticket to the games and she deserves a, an episode that is better quality than what we gave. Yeah. <laughs> that was so um, weird. Yeah. Of all the 109 that we did, that is the only one that failed. Yeah. And no, it wasn't like I was in a different place or anything. I'm right here. Yeah, I think it was just a technical glitch at the time. Mm -hmm. um, you guys have anything else? Uh, any last thoughts on Sam? Um, I actually broke my heart when I read that she had posted that if her body would hold up, she'd do it for 10 more years. I know. I know. That was hard to, yeah. Darn it, this sport. <laughs> yeah. But she had a long run. I mean, a lot of professional athletes don't don't last as long as she did. And and. It's just her, um, just her personality and her grace and the way she carries herself and the way she treats other people. Just like she should stay around somehow. So does that mean she won't do masters? Doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Um, and she's part of one of my greatest memories of all time. And that is yeah, when you were doing the open uh, this year and wanting to quit and her yelling at me that this is not the time to this rest. This is not the time to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up that bar. That's great. 
Um, yeah. And that will always be one of my favorite memories of all time. And she was so nice afterwards to come over um, and kind of explain why she yelled at me afterwards when I was fanboying that I just got yelled at by Sam Briggs. <laughs> and she was like, well, this is why. And I said, well, I understand that. And I just love that you did it. So. Yeah, maybe we will see her at the Legends category uh, at Rogue this year. I think I think I said something to Danny Haran about that too during our interview that she should absolutely, you know, be one of those people in that Legends category, especially the way they did it this past year because their first year in 2019 when they did it, it was legit competition one-on-one, you know, people were doing workouts, you know, ring muscle-ups for reps and things like that and and it was people struggled with it. Um, and so the fact that they turned it into this sort of, you know, just fun, ca- like like a party category and teaming up with different athletes for different events and stuff was really cool. It was really more like an exhibition and, and a safe way to do it. Um, and I hope that that format continues so that other people that might not want to do it because they're just afraid their fitness would fail them um, could do a format like that. Because I, I mean, I was at Rogue that year and those those legends were hanging around the facility all weekend. Yeah. Right. Cause they only did a couple workouts and the rest of the time they were there doing PR and shaking hands and taking pictures. And, mm-hmm. and that's one of the aspects that makes rogue such a cool event to go to. Yeah. Cause there's more to it than just the competition. There's, yeah. you know, there's all that, all that other stuff that happens. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we have to go, we have another interview this afternoon and I got to do some work in between. So I'm going to pump out some C4. Sounds good. Go to c4energy.com. I uh, use Clydesdale. It gets 20% off all of the Extend and Cellucor products. Um, and if you need to pick up a can of this, uh, the code doesn't work because it takes you to Amazon. Um, but we are really trying to figure that out. <laughs> I just ordered some on Amazon. I didn't care. It's good enough. You don't need a discount. <laughs> True. Whoop. Too many people have access to to put the comments up, and we keep like. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> had yeah, a nice conversation with Chris Spieler. Made my weekend. Yeah, I mean that was just a, such a cool experience for everybody. I think. Yeah, and some of those legends are just the nicest people. Yeah, and... Tanya Wagner. I got to judge Tanya Wagner in that muscle up event, and she was, she didn't finish, and so it was qu- kind of cool to just sort of hang out with her in her lane while everyone else was working. Yeah, that was yeah. me. Yeah, awesome. Well, guys, we will catch you next week. Um, we have Cole Gray, Grease Saber. Grease Saber. Cole Grease Saber. Cole yeah, Grease Saber this afternoon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that one. I'm bummed. And I've reached out to his camp to um, heckle him while he's on. Good, perfect. Maybe so, I can do that a little bit. Yeah. I'll try. And uh, that'll be at four o'clock this afternoon. So tune back in then to talk it to one of the brightest young athletes in the sport, um, making his way to his first CrossFit games. So with that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, You can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button 
on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.